Chapter 1 From Geek to Natural Wherever you are right now with women, I promise you that my situation was worse. I entered this world on July 7th, 1980, in one of the slummiest and most dangerous parts of London, England, where I was born to a struggling young single mother who raised me the best way she knew how. My father, who I hear is an actor somewhere in Italy, dumped us both before I even arrived. I grew up pretty much scared shitless, shy and geeky, a natural-born loser and outcast from the very start. Deathly insecure, I was a total failure when it came to any and all social interactions, from grade school on to well past college. It's hard to believe now, but up until I was twenty-one, I had never even gone on a single date, much less kissed a girl. Back then, if you'd looked up the word geek in the dictionary, you probably would have found a picture of me. Sad, but true. Growing up poor and paralysed by fear and insecurity, I was so shy and messed up that I couldn't even answer the phone or place a call to order a pizza. Needless to say, I stayed pretty much to myself. When I wasn't at school being picked on or bullied, I played solitary video games for hours on end at our tiny apartment in the projects or at my eccentric grandmother's house nearby, while my mother worked as a long-distance operator at the local telephone company. In short, I was a total mess. I was the kid at the neighbourhood birthday parties and other gatherings that everyone always asked, What's wrong? or Are you okay? Meeting new people terrified me, so I avoided it at all costs. I was nervous, shy, and socially inept. As a result, I often annoyed people by saying the wrong things at the wrong times. I was hopeless. Plagued by low self-esteem and with no dad in the house to teach me how to fight back, I was constantly bullied by classmates who called me names like Big Head and Moly, the latter because of the birthmarks that I still have on my face. I have no doubt that I was clinically depressed for much of the time, even well past high school. With few friends, I hung around mostly with my cousin, Alistair, who was five years younger than me, but miles ahead in the maturity department. On the rare occasion that I was invited by a classmate or neighbour to attend a party or go do something, I would always find a reason not to. I'm sick, or I have too much homework, were my standard excuses. But deep down inside, I was dying to be popular. And the older I got, the more desperate I became. I worried myself to sleep every night, wondering if I would ever in my life have a girlfriend. Here's a classic example of how screwed up I was as a teenager. By some magical fluke, or probably more like a delusion in my own mind, when I was sixteen, there was a nice girl in my class who I could tell sort of liked me. I spent that whole year fantasizing about her and trying to work up the nerve to say something, anything, to her. But I just couldn't do it. After months of trying the best I could manage was to leave a handwritten note on her bike, saying that I liked her and that we should go out on a date sometime.
Needless to say, that approach didn't work, and she pretty much hid from me for the rest of the semester. After graduating from high school as a total virgin, in fact, a guy who had never even held a girl's hand, much less kissed a girl or gone out on a date, I entered a crummy little college because it was the only one that would accept me. My grades sucked as much as my social skills did. I'd regularly skipped out on classes all through school because I was bullied so much, so I was always behind. Nevertheless, I decided I wanted to study to become a schoolteacher. First grade, to be precise. At least those kids wouldn't pick on me, I reasoned. Plus the coursework would be easy. Mostly, though, I wanted to go to college to try to socialise and to get a girlfriend. But man, were my attempts pathetic.